Welcome to Native Yoga Toddcast. My name is Todd McLaughlin, and I will be your host. If you would like to learn more about our upcoming live stream yoga classes, workshops, teacher trainings, and or our online yoga studio, please visit us at nativeyogacenter.com. Thank you. Sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining in. Today, I have a special guest and a friend, uh, Tony, Tony Julian, who is the vice president of RGF Environmental. And to give you a little bit of a backstory on why we're doing this podcast today, um, you know, we're, we were allowed as a business, as a yoga studio in the state of Florida to reopen. It's been about two weeks now. And um, so we were looking for solutions to create a very clean and safe environment. And Tamara um, was like, we have, we got to get an air filtration system for the studio. And so she's like, you got to call Tony. Doesn't, don't they have those sort of things? And so, <laughs> so I reached out to Tony here and, uh, and he said, yes, we have that perfect solution. It's called the Remy halo. Um, and it's a air filtration system that uses hydro peroxide a, you, we can install it in our HVAC system, and as long as the fan, AC, or heat is running, it can um, eliminate germs, virus, mold. And so, you know, I, we just jumped on it right away. We said, yes, please. And so um, we've been able to get the units and have them installed in our studio and personally, right away, walking in on day one, I could smell the difference in the air in a, in a very positive way. It, it just right when I walked in, I felt like it smells great in here. Uh, and so um, I'm, I'm really happy to have them. And that's why I wanted to uh, let Tony uh, talk a little bit about um, the how it works and and to serve as an opportunity for education uh, around these systems. And so, uh, Tony, thank you so much for joining in today. Absolutely, Todd. Yeah, happy to, uh, happy to jump on with you and uh, happy that you got uh, a couple of the Remy Halo installed. And, yeah, we hear that a lot. We hear uh, that as soon as people get the, uh, the units installed, they do notice a difference straight away. There's a small run-in period, of course. But, uh, yeah, up to you know, three, four days, five days, uh, the Remy Halo installed in the HVAC system. It's um, it's going to uh, circulate those airborne hydrogen peroxide all the way through the uh, the conditioned space. And at that stage, you have a really good uh, protection on bacteria and virus and uh, microbials or germs, as I call them, as you said. So, yeah, super happy that you're uh, you're on board, and I'm um, glad to be. Uh, Glad to be continuing helping and jumping on the call with you. Thank you, Tony. I appreciate that. Can you help me understand? I mean, you can, I, I have read a lot of information about it on the, on the website, the RGF website, and uh, there's some great science and it gets fairly technical. Is there a way that you can explain it in a kind of simple terms as to uh, how the unit actually works? Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it can get really technical. Uh, I'm no chemist. Uh, we have chemists here in the office. We have uh, 
you know, R&D engineers. We have a full uh, range of people here uh, in the office. Uh, and again, yeah, we're right here in West Palm Beach, uh, Florida. So we're happy to be a, um, a, a local business uh, helping out with getting America back open and get, getting American businesses uh, open safely again uh, with an air purifier. So we talk about the, the really the core technology here is PHI cell. Uh, this was created by RGF uh, about 15 years ago. Uh, RGF was the first one to say, okay, you know, we know about air purification, we know about the benefits of air purification, or we know about the benefits of clean air inside a building. Um, we want to deliver an effective product, and how do we do that? So back in back in the day, uh, there was the standalone air purifiers. You know, you mm. would, you would plug it into the wall and you would run it in the house. And it would do a fairly good job of, uh, of purifying the air in that, uh, in that in that one room. You know, mm-hmm. it would use a combination of filtration and have a UV light. It would have a number of different things that would circulate air from the room through this device and eliminate some of the um, some of the airborne uh, pollutants. Um, and really, when we talk about airborne pollutants, we talk about um, particulate, which uh-huh. is your dust, your dander, uh, pollen, the allergens, uh-huh. and then you have your uh, microbials, which are organic. Uh, there's bacteria, mold, virus, and some odors. And then you have VOCs, or gases, which are uh, the formaldehydes and the, the off-gassing from, uh, from the building itself, you know, the off-gassing from even people inside the building. Mm. You know, people are always, uh, are always uh, pushing out these VOCs from their body and their breath and in their, uh, yeah. in their, in their uh, sweat and things like that. So uh, that's you know that's a, that's kind of the problem, right? So mm-hmm. the problem was modern buildings are sealed up really tight. They're air conditioned. They're they're trapping all of these contaminants inside the building. Mm. So that that really started people, you know, entrepreneurial types uh, to create air purifiers. That was you know maybe 15 years ago, 20 years ago that air purifiers really jumped on the scene, residentially speaking, uh-huh. um, and commercial was being used as well. So uh, for odor control in hotels. And things like that. Uh-huh. So they were all using standalones, and then uh, the, the founder of our company, uh, Ron Fink, uh, he uh, was an engineering type, uh, entrepreneurial. He said, "Hey, let's um, let's put uh, our our PHI cell that we're using. We're using this um, this UV light based application. Let's put it inside the HVAC system, mm. and then let's let the 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 HVAC system do the circulation for us, and it'll go throughout the entire home, or the, the entire workplace, or the entire building." Yeah. Um, so that was a breakthrough, a breakthrough thought, and, uh, and that's the direction RGF has gone in for the last uh, for the last fifteen years. So, what are we putting in the HVAC duct? Um, what we're putting in there is a UV light based application. So we're using a, a germicidal UV light, but we're not using it in the current sense uh, that I think a lot of people have the idea of. You know, you've heard the news and a lot of the politicians and a lot of the um, the uh, academic types talk about how UV light can help solve this coronavirus problem. Mm. Um, UV light on its own is not terribly effective against airborne pollutants. It's good if you shine it on a tabletop or a medical device or Uh a hospital room for a long period of time, like let's say 30 minutes, Uh shining that UV light on that surface, it will disinfect the surface 100%. But what we call that, we call that a passive technology. So that's that's, um, straight line of sight, UV, uh, it needs, uh, it needs an unoccupied space. You, you can't be in there. So with your yoga studio, uh, we could wheel in, you know, the standalone uh, UV remediation devices. Yeah. Uh, and then when no one's there late at night, we can blast your entire facility with UV light, you know, mm. multiple, and then move it around, and move it around the, the studio. Yeah. And get rid of all the germs, hands down. 
Uh-huh. But the problem was there, logistically, you know, you'd have to wheel it in after hours and then yeah. you blast it. But then what happens when someone walks in the next morning and they sneeze or they sweat or they start emitting these droplets? Um, that entire remediation, that entire sterile environment you have is ruined. It's no longer sterile. Yeah. You know, there's nothing there now that's going to continue to kill. So what, um, what the PHI cell does, it takes UV light, it takes that same germicidal UV light, uh, we shine it on a catalyst, and, um, and, and that's what's wrapped around our, uh, our PHI cell to make the Remy halo. So inside is the PHI cell, wrapped around the outside is the catalyst, uh, and then installed in your HVAC duct, it then activates hydrogen in the air. So as the, uh, the moisture is flying around your uh, HVAC system, uh, the, the moisture or the water or the hydrogen from inside that, uh, that moisture is activated in that, in that oxidation or that, that advanced oxidation process, mm. UV light catalyst and the hydrogen. Mm. And we create airborne hydroperoxides. So mm. just like the, uh, just like the brown bottle that you use to disinfect to cut yeah. or the hydrogen peroxide that's in your toothpaste these days or the hydrogen peroxide that's in your laundry detergent, uh, it's really, it's, it's, it's great gained so much popularity because it's a safe oxidizer. Mm. Um, they've gone away from, or they, they've been the cleaning companies have gone away from the heavy, uh, the bleaches and the chlorine. So mm. they know that, that people are a little bit adverse to that. It's a very yeah. harsh way of, uh, of, of, of disinfecting. Uh-huh. So they all, they all moved to hydrogen peroxide, which was, which is fairly safe. Um, and it, and it exists in the outside world. So hydrogen peroxide exists outside at a level of about 0.04 parts per million, mm-hmm. and that's why outside air is so fresh. You know, if you want to if you want to clean something, or if you want to take a rug outside and get it fresh, or you know, a towel or something, you hang it outside and it, and it has sunlight, UV, and it has hydrogen peroxide. So is, what is there that, doing in that is there that link with lightning? Is that how you know when the lightning strike happens and there's that fresh sort of smell in the air? Is there some similarity there? There is, yeah. What that's doing is creating ozone. So ozone is another oxidizer, and again, a little harsh. Ozone's kind of in that category of bleach and, and chlorine. Uh-huh. It's a little bit hard. It's a little bit hard to control. Yeah. Um, and in that in that really pure form, electrically produced ozone, um, it's it's quite corrosive. Mm. Uh, so, and that was where the industry started. I mean, the industry started twenty years ago with ozone because. Water uh-huh. treatment had used, had used ozone. Uh-huh. Water treatment used ozone very effectively in, in potable drinking water sources, in swimming pools, and it's still used there. Absolutely, in swimming pools, it's used as a replacement for chlorine. Yeah, uh, because it doesn't have as many disinfection byproducts. But again, we don't want to get too terribly technical. Yes, yeah, um, but then <laughs> no worries. Yeah, but the um, so the industry moved away from ozone about 10 years ago uh-huh. uh, and, then, and then found different uh, different types of technologies to, uh, to do the air purifying. Um, so, yeah, so that's, <clears throat> that's what we create in the uh, in the HVAC duct. We create that hydrogen peroxide and then it just piggybacks the, the air conditioning system. Now it moves throughout the entire space and it's effective at reducing microbial germs uh, and bacteria, virus, and mold in throughout that whole conditioned space. Awesome. Yeah. Does that, does that kind of explain it? That did, actually. That was really good. I appreciate you going into that level of detail to, to kind of have appreciation for the history of, you know, or a little bit of the evolution of um, the science behind how's the best and healthiest way to do disinfection, disinfecting processes. Um, and then, obviously, you guys have done some tests to see if it's effective in killing 
uh, germs and viruses. And one thing that I thought was kind of interesting about this when I started reading the material and the information was that the there's like a certain amount of space around each person that because the air is coming out of the air ducts, as long as it, you know, when someone breathes and or sneezes, it can um, clean within up to like three feet or so around each person is, um, it, so I thought that was kind of a, a good, a good element, like you said, in terms of either bringing a unit in the room and when no one's in there and trying to clean it, whereas this is actually doing that sort of air purification process while we're actually active in, in the space. So I think that's a, a really big positive. Um, have now, obviously we're in the realm of coronavirus and as we are, learning and studying and hearing now coronaviruses have been around a long time, but this, the, the, what we're currently, um, you know, working with, uh, has there been any testing to show how that, how the purification systems work specifically on the coronavirus? Yeah. To answer that question, there, there has not been yet. Uh, as you know, everyone knows the coronavirus is still a, an evolving situation. So mm -hmm. trying to get, a commercial product tested uh, in one of these labs, I think, you know, four or six labs I've heard of nationally that are allowed to handle the, uh, the coronavirus. So trying to get a commercial product in there right now is very, uh, very challenging. Mm -hmm. But um, there's some results that we lean on to, uh, to make some sort of statement. So um, what we can say is that uh, none of our products uh, none of our induct air purification products are medical devices, mm -hmm. uh, and we don't make any medical claims. Mm -hmm. um, we have a hospital and healthcare line that uses HEPA filtration and UV light, uh, and, and those are medical pro uh, medical products. They're class two FDA five ten k medical devices. Yeah. So we make a ton of claims on those ones because they've been they've been um, in really the front line of this whole pandemic. They've been in the hospitals and they've been helping nursing staff and, and doctors. To, um, to control just like a PPE, that makes just sense. like their replacements. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, test results. And I wanted to touch on, you, you mentioned too, active. You used the word active. Mm -hmm. um, and that's really important. So it's really important to say, you had a two-part question there, um, active air purification versus that passive UV. So we go out into the space and we create an environment that's charged with uh, hydrogen peroxide. Mm-hmm. Um, what we know is uh, when a new um, pathogen or a new germ is brought into that space, it is uh, immediately, um, you want to use the word disinfected or it's immediately deconstructed. Uh -huh. uh, so uh, we did, to, in order to prove this, um, we worked uh, a while back to, to build a sneeze machine. And mm. then we gave the sneeze machine to a lab and the, uh, they would expel uh, a regular or a simulated sneeze from the human body. Mm. And then we would test uh, in an active environment with the hydroperoxide circulated um, how efficient was, uh, was, was the, uh, the Remy Halo, the PHI cell, at reducing that, uh, the germs in that sneeze. Oh, that's cool. So we got some really cool results. We got 99%, over 99% reductions uh, within three feet of that sneeze. Nice. And that's what's making the product really, really appealing right now to uh, a lot of businesses around the country and transit systems, airports, subway systems. You know, we're speaking with all these different uh, different authorities on a daily basis uh, right now. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And so what we're talking to them about, um, about coronavirus, that's the question that everyone asks. You know, what, what sort of confidence level do we have that this will kill coronavirus? 
uh, we have the highest confidence uh, because uh, after each of the previous pandemics, we did get a chance to test. So after H1N1, mm-hmm. avian flu, uh, after SARS, MERS, in the in the in the in the, in the following sort of three to six months, uh, we were able to test and we uh-huh. did test. And we got um, so for H1N1 and avian flu, that's the most similar to the uh, to the novel coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got ninety nine point nine percent reduction uh, within three hours on those uh, those viruses. Oh, and they're um, I say similar because they're enveloped viruses. They actually have, they have a, la- a layer of protein around them. They're enveloped. Uh, the virus inside the virus is very fragile. It wouldn't survive on its own in a normal environment. Yes. But when it has the protein around it, and then it has the uh, the droplet around the outside, it becomes uh, you know able to, to stay suspended in the air for a long period of time, mm. uh, and it, and it can survive on surfaces. So on similar uh, enveloped viruses. We had that 99.9% kill. So what we're saying is we assume, uh, based on uh, biology, that if we kill those ones, we can kill coronavirus. And in the next six months, we'll get a chance to test it. Yeah. And then we'll be able to have coronavirus, so novel coronavirus, to our uh, to our test reports. And, and our test reports can be found on our website at rgf.com. Uh, our test reports are all there and available for anyone to check out nice. uh, when they need to do so. Yeah, that's cool, Tony. I, um I hear you. I mean, I think one thing that personally as a small business owner, um, one of the biggest challenges that we're finding right now is that, um, you know, people have been uh, isolated and practicing social distancing for, you know, at least over two months, if not, it's been a little longer actually now. And, um, you know, getting out into the public and into public spaces is where there's a little bit of hesitation and reservation. And so something that I'm feeling, you know, thankful for and appreciative of is these technologies that are uh, aimed in the direction of of coming up with solutions, you know, because I feel like, um, you know, for the good of public health, uh, for the good of economic health and for the good of um, social and mental health, <laughs> being being able to interact with each other is is really important. And um, so I feel you know that to have to come up with solutions, which you guys have obviously been involved in this since uh, you know for a long time since the '80s, actively um, researching and coming up with solutions. I feel. Um, you know, just to, if we can just do the best we can and do as much as we can, that slowly people are gonna can start to feel comfortable again. And so I'm I'm really appreciative to, um, you know, for the work that you guys have done and for also um, you know providing us with a, a, a possible solution. So you know, thanks so much, Tony. It's awesome, man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Yeah, you're not alone in that feeling. You know, every business that reopens right now. Has to consider uh, has to consider their employee health, so the, you know, their employee health and their customer health, and the potential risks to that. Yeah. So they're all thinking about it. We're speaking to everyone from grocery stores to, as I said, subways to airports to businesses, New York City uh, office spaces. Yeah. Uh, and everyone's aware that it's going to have to be like a multiple redundant strategy towards mm. reoccupying these spaces or reopening. Yeah. So there's cleaning involved. There's, there's maybe some form of, uh, of distancing that, that sticks with us. 
uh, and there's also um, the air purification side. You know, yes. there's air filters, yeah. there's air purifiers. There's, there's options for people to, to, to do. And we're seeing that, uh, that people don't want to open their restaurants without an air purifier installed. Mm. Um, so we're, we're really thankful to be able to help. And, you know, it's been kind of, um, kind of, uh, you know, rewarding in a way that for the last 15 years we've been educating people on, uh, indoor air quality and we've been telling them how germs move throughout the space, you know, mm-hmm. how, how, um, uh, allergens move around the space and what sort of, uh, what sort of impact VOCs can cause to our long-term health. Mm-hmm. Um, I use, I use the analogy sometimes with the Brita filter, you know, people, you and I thought we used to drink out of the tap, no worries. Right. Uh, you know, straight out of the tap, drinking water, and then it came to be that people use a Brita filter. You know, they'd fill up a filter That's and they'd right. filter their, their water with activated carbon. Then it went to, uh, you know, after people forgot to fill it up and, you know, you never got the last drop, then it went to uh, the, the, the countertop uh, water purifier. Then mm-hmm. it went to the undercounter water purifier. Then it went to the fridge. And yeah. now every fridge is standard with a, with a uh, water filter. Uh-huh. And... What we're seeing is uh, you're using that as an analogy. Hey, there's a, there's a period of time here. Maybe it's pre-coronavirus mm-hmm. that people were okay just breathing their breathing the air and all these things. Yeah. Um, no, you know that was fine. But then uh, we had something like this happen, and it's like, okay, we know how now germs communicate. We know how we get sick. You know how you get the flu. You get the yeah. cold. You get these other things that we live with. Um, and but there is there's mitigation strategies for them. You know. Yeah. Now we're getting to the point where hey. You know, you can install a standalone air purifier, which was the Brita filter. And then, you know, we went and we took it one step further. We went, we installed the, uh, the, you know, the equivalent of the fridge filter. We put the, the, the air purification device in your HVAC. So we work with a lot of the big HVAC companies and we you know we see the trend going with them to where they'll standardize an air filter and every, uh, air purifier and every, uh, HVAC system. Cause right now they only have really a, a low grade sort of feather catcher, as they call them, filter. They just have that one filter that you're supposed to replace every three months, and you don't. You, you might replace it every six months or every year. Uh, that just collects the dust. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're also breeding grounds for bacteria, and then everyone knows about the the hazards of mold in their uh, in their homes. So um, you know we're 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 verging on the point here where we're going to see every when you when you order a new HVAC system, they're going to say, "Hey, well, do you want the air purifier with it?" And yeah. we think that following this, people are going to say, yes, please. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many people have asked me, you know, right now we're in a heavy back order situation, you know, oh. where, 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 you know, the products are in such high demand that, you know, my friends that, that we did have the units installed with uh, previous to this whole pandemic, they felt really comfortable in the fact that, hey, you know, we have an air purifier in place. I know that my home is going to be a safe place for us. Yeah. And I know that if someone brings a, a germ home, that it's not going to run rampant through the whole home. And in the same way in businesses too, you know, if we have a restaurant we already had installed, it's great. Um, but, you know, we have focused our attention right now at RGF. We're focused on helping uh, businesses get back to work first because, as you said, an important key here is the economy. Um, you know, we want to get people employed or re-employed or back to work yeah. uh, and help them to put food on the table for their families. So opening these businesses safely is um, key to that. Um, so we're really focused on getting a lot of our available capacity uh, out to those people and we've increased production i know you've been out here to the facility yes you've seen you know you've seen we bought the building next door to us to try and accommodate some more equipment and uh we've, we've employed another two shifts where the people who have doubled our workforce uh, working three shifts a day right now and uh, just trying to put out a, a lot of product and that's and really and, and then prioritize those who need it 
That's cool, Tony. Yeah, I was, I was, um, I was blown away at seeing where you guys are manufacturing and, and something that people, when I've been uh, speaking with people about it, uh, about the system that we put in, they were really excited to hear that was made in the USA as opposed to a system that's being um, shipped in from overseas sort of thing. So, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I was blown away at how, how big of an operation <laughs> it, it is. So that was really impressive. And, um, and also tonight, I just want to express my appreciation because you've given me an opportunity to um, make these units available as a representative to other small businesses, uh, yoga studios, and wellness centers. And so I would like to make mention that anybody that's listening to this podcast, if that's something you're interested in and you have a studio space or a business space that, that could benefit from this, that um, you've been kind enough to allow me to um, you know serve as a representative and um, so I appreciate that because that is a you know something that gives us an opportunity and it also you know is something that I think uh, is so important right now for small business owners because we really have to um, come up with solution based strategies for um, you know, being active in the community and and um <clears throat> providing like you mentioned the the framework for you know like a, a healthy community and system so uh i just want to say thank you tony yeah absolutely yeah we uh you know we're a manufacturer at heart you know we we don't do a lot of uh, direct selling ourselves a lot of people don't know who igf is and they uh-huh. they, they may have, they may or they may not have heard of the remy halo so yeah we use um we use uh, other, uh, you know, qualified people to go out there and sell for us. And um, you know the business better than anyone. And um, you know, if we just continue to make good products and we have good partners out there that are uh, that is, they're helping to deliver the products and get it in the right hands, then uh, then we're happy. Uh, you know, we're happy, and, and you're happy, and then hopefully the uh, the end user is uh, is in a place where they feel happy too, and they can they can open their business and feel secure in the fact that everyone coming in, employees and customers, will be you know safe and, and, yeah. and somewhat protected. Yeah, I hear you, Tony. Well, awesome, man. Thank you so much. I I am appreciative of you taking the time out of your day. I know you're super busy right now. <laughs> I, I, so, so, um, thank you for taking the time to schedule, uh, to sit, to sit down and talk with me and, and for our listeners today. And, um, man, I, I hope that we get a few waves here. We could meet up at the beach sometime and, and enjoy some, some family time down at the, down at the beach and in the ocean and, and just enjoy some of the, <laughs> the beauty of our, our natural surrounds here. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. That's what we hope for, right? Yeah, um, man. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad you guys are feeling good, Todd. And, um, yeah, stoked to have you uh, out there, uh, you know, reopening your business and, um, and spreading the, uh, the the joy of yoga and health and, 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 a, and a healthy mindset, too. You're the man. Yeah, man. Awesome, Tony. Well, I really appreciate it. My best to your family and uh, have, a, have a really great day. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. Cool. Thanks, Todd. All right, man. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Native Yoga Toddcast. We really appreciate it and we hope you enjoyed. Remember that if you'd like to learn more about upcoming classes, workshops, teacher trainings, and our online yoga studio, all of which you can access at nativeyogacenter.com, your support is greatly appreciated. Have a wonderful day.